0: How's the team looking so far this spring?
1: Yeah, it's been good. You know, we got a lot of returning starters back from last year, but but obviously still trying to push the envelope going into year two of kind of what we're all about and what we're capable of. And so, you know, it's been a good spring. I think we're 11 practices in. We got one more week to go. And then obviously the big blue and white game next weekend. But uh, it's been good. We've had a lot of fun
0: this spring. Any uh, any battles like quarterback or any any positions any big names that uh, fans should know about? Yeah, twenty twenty
1: three. You know, obviously we've got eighteen returning starters. I think our quarterback Riley Leonard is probably the guy that that generates a lot of the headlines. He had a phenomenal year for us last year, and um, you know there's going to be a lot of familiar faces. The way the COVID world has worked, now uh, we got a lot of a lot of familiar guys coming back, and so um, you know, not a ton of battles. Honestly, you know, maybe what we're going to do in the O line and what we'll do in the secondary, but. Um, um, it's just about getting our guys a little bit better from where we were last year.
0: You're coming off of a uh, phenomenal season for the Blue Devils in your first year, uh, nine and four, five and three in the ACC. Uh, you were named ACC Coach of the Year. So, how do you take what happened last season and kind of apply it to 2023? How do you top 2022 here? this upcoming season? Yeah,
1: I think it starts with understanding that last year doesn't get us anything. I think we talk to our guys a lot about, um, you know, take the confidence, take the belief that you found last year and the success that we had, but really it's about, you know, kind of reestablishing our new identity for this year. I think every team has a one-year life expectancy. And, um, you know, what last year's team did will not impact this year's, and so the kids have bought into that. You know, we've had a really good offseason our kids are getting bigger, faster, stronger, and that's critical, and um, yeah, I think they're just hungry to go out next year and prove that Duke football is here to
0: day i want to go back to the rivalry game against carolina last year I, I know i know it's, i know it stings no it stings 38 35 but that was your first experience uh, as the head coach of Duke, you got to experience the rivalry. Yeah, I mean, for
1: for 59 minutes and 43 seconds, it was a phenomenal night. It was no, it was everything we want Duke football to be. It was a great atmosphere. Uh, we had a sold out crowd. There was a lot of energy in the, in the arena. Uh, we played exceptionally well, and uh, you know, we just got beat by a really talented quarterback who had a great night. And um, but no, I, I think it gives you a glimpse not only into you know what Duke football can be, but what that Duke Carolina rivalry is all about, and I think it was—it's been a great you know year with that rivalry. You got some new coaches in basketball, you got a new coach in football. Yeah. Um, I think you're getting a lot more excitement in and around that thing, and so obviously we look forward to the rematch this year, headed over to Carolina.
0: Head coach Mike Elko, Duke University football, uh, joining us in studio here on the WPTF Morning Show. Uh, the spring game, blue and white spring game, coming up this Saturday, one p.m at uh, Wallace Wade Stadium. Uh, pre-game Fan Fest will start at noon on the practice field. Uh, the first 4,000 fans going to get some uh, Duke football hats. There's going to be uh, a skills challenge course. Uh, Inflatables game is going to be a great opportunity to to bring the family and uh, get a little preview of, of the 2023 Duke football season.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing we want to make sure everybody understands is it's free. We got to make sure we get that out there. Um, but no, I, I think you know it's the first glimpse you get at at what next year will look like. You know, and we're going to play it like a game. We're going to make it really fan friendly. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a lot of great events and excitement in and around the game. And then you know we'll have an autograph session after the game for all the fans who are there. And so I think it's just a great opportunity for our fans in the community and people in the triangle to get out and watch do football I think we're the only show in town this weekend we kind of planned that on purpose and you know we want to give people an opportunity to see what we're doing over there I think we're doing some really special things
0: looking at your 2023 schedule uh big test right out of the gate you're hosting Clemson on uh, September 4th other big home games. Notre Dame is coming to town in September. Uh, you're going to be hosting State. You're going to be hosting Wake Forest. You'll be at North Carolina in November. Uh, but man, that that schedule looks fun. And tough. A little challenging, you think? Yeah, I think fun for the fans is
1: probably the best way to think about it. But no, it's it's a great opportunity for us to go play some of the bigger brands in this conference. And again, like everything we're doing is trying to build Duke football to be what we believe it's capable of. And, you know, we think it has a place near the top of the ACC, and, and we want to get it there. And, and in order to do that, you know, we're going to have to play these teams. You know, and obviously we've got some tremendous teams coming in uh, to Brooks Field at Wallace Wade Stadium. Season tickets on sale now. Go get them, please. Uh, I had to put that plug in. But <laughs> No, it, it, and bringing in Clemson on Labor Day Monday night is a chance for us to get on a national stage and really show people what we're doing over at Duke football. And so we're excited about the opportunities that we have in front of us. Um, you know, I think we're going to have some great atmospheres this year.
0: The other thing about 2023, uh, this is going to be the first year, no divisions yeah. in the ACC. Can you explain to the listeners why that's such a huge deal?
1: Yeah, I think the way you look at the standings is going to be completely different. I think you know it's it's been a pretty division-segmented league since it kind of – formulated the way it currently sits with our with our league teams. And so I think what you're gonna see next year is is, you know, a lot more competition for those two teams that are getting into the championship and, and really no way of predicting who those teams are going to be or where they're gonna come from. Uh, you know, you could see teams that were traditionally all in the Atlantic competing for those two spots, or you may see teams traditionally who have been in the coastal competing for those two spots. And so it's gonna be a wide open opportunity. I think it'll be a much more exciting race for the two teams that wind up in Charlotte that'll last all the way through the year.